What's up, everybody? This is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. And this is Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Pro Pistons. That's P-R-O-P-I-S-T-O-N-S. Wow. Is this, is this two episodes in one week? Wow. Oh, my goodness. I'm in my zone. Didn't Ken Rock you say that? I'm in my zone. I'm in my zone. Don't forget our Pro Wrestling Tea store. That's www.prowrestlingtees.com slash P-W-T-P-F. The acronyms for the show. Get your merch. Wear it to a Pistons game. Then people will ask. Then we'll get more downloads. Then we can do more giveaways. It's all reciprocal. Speaking of the Pistons, once we get done with this episode, so I guess it won't be completely finished after all, but usually, like, Mason comes on Detroit basketball. After that, I'm going to talk about the Pistons. I'm going to actually talk about the Pistons on a Pistons theme podcast. Yes. So be sure to listen through all the way to the end. But this week, because it's SummerSlam, I know we have a lot of out of state listeners. So I'm just really going to focus on happy times right now. We're going to be happy. How many of y'all are going to pull the double the day of SummerSlam? Go to the Tigers game and go to SummerSlam. That's going to be crazy. Like, that's that's out the house a lot. Not only is it just out, this is how you know I'm, you know, I like my own bathroom. I, I got a limit on public restroom. Like, I can go only like, like four or five times. Then I need to go to my own restroom, right? Like, so I know when you get back home, you're like, whoa, my own bathroom. I put the double before. I put a double a couple times. So I went, I did uh, two the hard way once. I went to the Lions game and then I drove up to Auburn Hills to see Allen Iverson's debut with the Pistons and then pulling the double now is just easy. I, I did go to a Tigers game once and then walk across the street to LCA for a Pistons game. April in the D. Does Bally Sports do that or that's old? Shout out to show supporter Miguel Dale 1030. I think I said that right on Twitter or X. His handle is M-I-G-U-E-L-D-E-L-1030. He's pulling a double that day. That's awesome. And like every, if you, you got to do it once. You got to do it once. What about this one? You could pull the overnight triple with this one. So you got Lions Thanksgiving Day. Then the next day, you got Penn State at Michigan State at Fort Field. And then the next day, you wake up, you drive to Chicago for Survivor Series. That's wild. That, that's a oh, we're living on a prayer. All right, so here's my schedule for a SummerSlam. So Friday, of course, I got a text message. Friday, I'm going to get my hair cut. The little bit of hair I got, I got to take care of it. What God gave me, I'm going to love on it. All right, I don't, I don't need no, no. All right, you can laugh. No shots needed, okay? I know I got a little bit, but I'm going to take care of that a little bit. Then I'm going to the SmackDown watch party at LCA. Also, it's the check-in for people who bought their tickets through On Location. So I got to go get the lanyards and all of that. I'm trying to do an after set somewhere. I'm trying to do an after set somewhere. So that's just going to be like on the fly. If you got my text, if you got my text. If you got my number, you know what I'm saying, hit me up. We we gotta do something after, you know. We got we gotta do something. Then Saturday, I won't be downtown till about mm, I don't know till about probably I'm probably gonna get there right when doors open. Probably like five five thirty. And I am in section two hundred three C club level number one because I like the big seats. I like the big seats. I think they're, they're expedition seats. I don't know if that was when they first opened or what, but I like I like having the bigger seat. And then I also like that you get a little food and drink thrown in there, okay? Yo, and I'm going to be with my wife. I'm going to be with my wife. My baby mama harder than a lot of you. All right? Yeah, so I'm really excited because this is her first stadium show. This is her first, first stadium show. We were supposed to go to Money in the Bank last year in Las Vegas. We went, but if you recall, it was originally scheduled for Allegiant Stadium, and then they changed it to MGM Grand. So this is her first SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Like, you know, those are two big events, so... 
she's really amped about that. So I'm amped because she amped. I know I'm not the only one. There's a couple people out here booed up on SummerSlam night. I know, uh, let me let me give him the pro Big Rick Pauls. Uh his Twitter handle is the T H E B X B. I think that's backboards and backdrops. Y'all out there with his boo. Don't hate. And I hope they wrap it up early. Cause you know, mom's is gonna be on my head. I got I gotta make it to church. She's keeping my daughter. So then the next day. I'm gonna be at the Tigers game, and I know they play. Do they play the Devil Rays? The Devil Rays are smoking hot. I'm talking about as far as their record. Don't don't go there with me. Come on, don't play those games with me. So hopefully we get a W. Can we get one of four, one of three, something? This is Good Guy Rick, aka the MMA Pig, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan with the one, the only Doc Joe Brown. Had to get some water. Thanks, thanks to MMA Pig for that drop. I got, I got to get my co-host up here more. My co-host is uh, he's like DMX. Remember DMX was like, I'm the, I'm the fourth member of the Breakfast Club. I just ain't never here. That's Chubbs. His Twitter handle is at Talk with Chubbs. So that's T A L K W I T C H U B B S. Yeah, man. I got, I got. It, it's, it's my fault. It's not his fault. That's my co-host. He's just never here because I never tell him when I'm recording. And then I'll be like, I'm recording Friday. Then he texts me. I'll be like, man, I'm busy. You know me, just acting my color. <laughs> we got to get to this car because this is not a long-winded podcast. And I know y'all going to lose the attention soon. So we got first, we're going to work our way from the bottom up. We're actually going to do things in order for once. Usually I'm so excited, pause, that we just be like, I'm starting to wear But we're going to start away from the bottom up. So we got the Slim Jim Battle Royal. So I'm assuming uh, Battle Royal is a little different than a Royal Rumble. So I guess everybody's going to start in the ring at once. I guess that's going to be maybe the case. Maybe they'll add another stipulation, but people I know that are in there are Shinsuke Nakamura, Tommaso Ciampa, Chad Gable, Otis, and Sheamus, and L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight or Tommaso Ciampa should win this, but I guess it's more exciting if I pick somebody, so I'll just say L.A. LA Knight because L.A. Knight should. <laughs> like, he should win, but he should have won the other night on SmackDown, too, so I, I don't know, but I'm going to say, I'm going to take the safe choice and say L.A. Knight. We'll see if Vince McMahon is there or not. You know, this guy might pick Otis. No offense to Otis. What up, though, Otis, that listens to the show? But I'm talking about Otis the wrestler. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. This is a really a toss-up. Ronda Rousey should put over. Like, like, I always think the way wrestling should work. You want to push your future star? I think Baszler is a star. I love Baszler with the leather coat, you know, sunglasses, all of that. But, I mean, really, it doesn't hurt because Ronda Rousey wouldn't really, like, she needs some, you know, gasoline put on her thing. I, it seems like Twitter is mad at her for no reason. She just does what she's told to do. But uh, give me Baszler. Give me Baszler. Logan Paul and Ricochet. I think this is going to open a night because if you recall that uh, Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, is fighting uh, Nick Diaz like later that night. Nick or Nate. I, I always get them mixed up. But the one who had a decent relationship with Dana White. <laughs> the one who beat Conor McGregor. Ooh, Conor McGregor, ear, fans, close your ears. Yes, he did beat him. Uh, almost beat him the second time, too, but this is not MMA. But anyway, anyway, I think this is going to be the first night because Logan wants to fly to Texas to be by his brother's side for the boxing match. So I'm going to go with Ricochet. I want Ricochet. I really want Ricochet to win this match. But I understand that Logan Paul does numbers, and nobody... Likes people that do numbers more than the WWE. Keith Lee, Bearcat Keith Lee, you ain't gonna get out of here. Get out of here. What was it? Rusev, Rusev, Rusev Day. 
Everybody like, get out of here, get out of here. I mean, if you're not <laughs> messing around, you don't pop a rating. Peace. Two fingers. I'm going to tell you something. If Drew McIntyre beats Gunther, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. I'm almost going to walk out. I want Gunther to win this match. Let, let's just hope it's entertaining, first of all. But this match, if, if Drew McIntyre beats Gunther, I might walk out again. Because I'm not going to be there when Kia Rock is there. I'm not. I'm going to pee something. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to tell you something. I won't be mad about it, and I really think this is going to happen. I think they're going to put the strap on Finn Balor over Seth Rollins because they want judgment. I, it feels like. I, I don't I don't know. I'm just a fan. It feels like they're going that way with Judgment Day. Like, they want them to have that kind of like that um, undisputed era, just that shot with them of all, all the titles. That's just what I think. And I wouldn't really be mad at it. I'm just saying. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. That's what I kind of, kind of, like, a part of me kind of wants it to happen. But we'll see. It's going to be a good match. I think this is going to be, I really think this will be the match of the night. Cody over Brock. Okay, next. I, I'm just going to get high with that music. Uh, wrestling has more than one uh, loyal family. That, like, that, that's going to be another highlight of the night for me. I, I've seen it live at Raw, but this the stadium, you know, this is going to have a different feel to it. Oh, man, I just thought, oh, man, that's whack. I, you know, I love when they, I love Cody, how they put the graphics on the screen when he comes out. I'm going to miss that. Hot diggity dog. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Downsides of being live. Man, listen, we're not going to drown this out like all night or anything like that. If The Rock comes back, I got Jay Uso over Roman Reigns. Like, if they're going to bring The Rock back, because I know that's the rumor, so let's just jump into it now. I just don't see why they bring him back and have him take on Grayson Waller. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that would be like, that means they have a lot dumped into Grayson Waller in the future. And I'm a Grayson Waller fan. But I'm like, that means they're trying to elevate him to a GOAT status within the next five to six years, maybe three to four. So I think The Rock comes back. If he comes back, I think The Rock comes back, interrupts the match, and you get Jay Uso for the winner of Tribal Combat, which sets up The Rock versus Roman Reigns for a major event later in the year. And then you can do the Uso brothers maybe for each other. Like That, that gives you more options now that Roman Reigns doesn't have the belt because it's not like, oh, The Rock is fighting for the title because we know he can't, you know, he won't be like a, a, not like a real champ, but I'm just saying it's not going to be like a full-time thing, but this sets it up for that like one-and-done type of situation. If The Rock doesn't come back, it's got to be Roman. It's got to be Roman. Other things that I think is going to happen on the other side of this beat. All right, so let's let's just get out of that. Like, okay, let, let's assume The Rock doesn't come back, right? And I, I like... I know, like, those rumors start, like, pretty much every stadium show. Like, oh, The Rock's going to come back. Because we want to see it, right? We want, we want, they've elevated Roman Reigns so high, it seems like that would be the only payoff for him to fight The Rock, right? But let's say that's all done. It's not going to happen. We're just moving on. Rock is completely retired. Um, we got Big E that could come back. We got the introduction of the new Hurt Business. They could get in there somewhere. And I'm really in for that. You're talking about Street Profits, Bobby Lashley, Mello. Uh, Trick Williams is kind of broken off on his own, but the 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 her business part two or the Nation of Domination part two, I would be through the roof on that. We got um, possibly Randy Orton, right? If if the injuries aren't as bad as they say, you know, and I and I hope I would I would love to see like I'll be hyper if Biggie came back, but I would really. Be relieved if Randy Orton came back. I hope that makes sense because that means the injuries and the rumors of him being like a broken back aren't that bad. So, like, I, you know, I can see that too. 
I'm not really going to touch on like, you know, I know, I know like the Trish versus Becky match got bumped from the car. And I know like that, that is pretty much a shame because we only went, it's only one feature women's match. But that just goes to show like the WWE has a load, both of them, WWE and AEW, like a loaded roster right now. Like there is no more like, um, like if you watch NXT level up, you're going to, you're like, wow, like there's good wrestlers on every show. So I'm, I'm not really tripping is it's it's gonna be good whenever it happens so yeah i'm gonna start right there on the other side of mason uh with the ending i'm gonna talk about some piston stuff uh peace so when it comes to the pistons like i'd avoid talking about them as much as i did when the first when the, when the show first started because i'm a fan i'm not a media person i started this podcast because like i'm a like a really huge fan i was like you know i want to meet other fans that you know enjoy the team enjoy wrestling enjoy laughing right and, and for the most part i've done that but when you get caught up in that scheme you're i started being a part of pistons twitter or pistons social media and like, when I first got into it, it, it had, like, a tone of, like, hey, we're being realists. The team is young and up and coming. And then I felt like it switched to this thing of, like, just being completely delusional. Like, like a guy, for instance, would get a steal and a dunk, right? And you you can look at the scoreboard. The Pistons would be down by 20, 30 points. A guy on our team, because when you're on a team that you're winning by 30 and the team has only won five games and it's February or whatever, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm just saying you're going to naturally just kind of give up a little bit, right? Like, like not not the Pistons, but the team that you're playing. You're just like, you know, I'm not even going to go hard. So, like, Pistons would steal from the player, the ball from the player, and you could tell that the player is not trying that hard. And then the Pistons player would get a dunk, and then Pistons Twitter would go crazy. Oh, it's going to be so exciting next year. I can't wait for it. I'm like, we're down by 30. What game are you? Are you blocking out the scoreboard? Like, it's clear. Like, we were at the Portland game. It was clear. It was so obvious. Damian Lillard came out like, boom. He's like, okay, we up by 20. I, I ain't even playing no more. And then the Pistons started staging a little comeback. It was almost like Mike Hart with the little brother. And then Dame was like, okay, let me come in and put his back up by like 25, 30. And then while we were making that comeback, it's literally like I'm reading various social media. Oh, man, we're making a run. Wait till next. I'm like, I don't want to even be a part of that. Like, now I'm just lying. Like now, now, well, now we believe in our own lies, right? Like, 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 I like it's, it's, it's always like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell a lie, but now we just believe in our own lies, right? And my thing was like, when it comes to Jay Nivey, like I think he's a great person. I, I think he had a decent rookie season. Was he put in a difficult position? Yes, definitely, he was put in a difficult position. Did he meet the parameters that I expected him to meet? I, I would just say no. I'm not going to talk about, like, stats or anything like that. I just thought that I expected more. I, I just expected more from him. Like, there was no way. I mean, some people, like, again, we're believing our own life. They're a bit like Ricky. Like, I, like, and I think that was when I was like, okay, let's let's just stop. Like, is it 
are we being delusional? Are we being stupid? You know, I'm not calling anybody that. I would never call anybody that. But there are people like Jay Navi, Rookie of the Year. Like, what are, are you watching? This? Maybe because I'm there. I, and I've said this before. It's different when you're there than watching it on TV because TV shows you what you want to see. I'm watching like everything, body language, all, all of that. I wanted him to have that signature moment this year. I really wanted him to have that, it like like that dunk, that game where it was like, oh man, he dropped forty five, he dropped fifty because he had the keys to the castle. He could do whatever he want. We have a bad team. You're our only hope. Like just go out and do something crazy. Like just decide tonight. You know what? I don't I don't care if we win. I'm dropping fifty. But instead of signature, and, and especially in a league where where like for the most part. You know, it's, people don't play defense, right? Like, that's the thing. The league, they don't even want you to play defense anymore. So I just I was expecting that signature moment, and then it never came. Well, it did come, and it was him calling a timeout when we didn't have any. Say it what you want. It was the coach's fault. It was his fault. He is the player. Players play. You have to know how many timeouts we have. So what is my rating on Jaden Ivey? My thing is, I hope next year is better. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not saying I hope next year is better. His stats, when it comes to Paulo... The guy that got the rookie, they're close. 16, 4, 5. That's Jaden. I think Paulo is 26, 4. Like, I mean, they're close, but Paulo was constantly dominant, had those highlights. Like, and you're like, wow, this guy, once this guy learns how to play, Jaden, I just didn't get that feeling. And a lot of times it's about feeling. It's not necessarily about stats. You know, I, I'm in my zone now. Let's, let's just go right on down the line. K Cunningham. How can you, like, look. I don't care. I, I've, I've told this guy. I've told people this before. You have to execute. So far, people ask me, is Kate a good player? I'm like, to be, and this is just to be honest, I think out of all the podcasts you listen to, and, I, and I can, I'm not being pompous or anything, I think I've seen Kate Cunningham live probably more than any Pistons podcast, like commentator that you listen to, like every single game. He is an excellent player when I see him, but availability is the best ability availability you have to be able to execute like this year he has to give me 70 uh, games like he has to play 70 i can't put you at an elite status when you don't play when you don't play i don't know what happened left i still right now have no idea what happened to him last year like i know it was an injury but i'm just saying when when I watched the game before, when how did this happen? How? And it's it's like again, it's a back to back. It was the rookie year. Was the end. the rookie year he came in, he was injured. That is frustrating. Can he create? Yes. That, I think that's the best thing about K. When I see him play, the the small sample size that I have, I think that's the best thing about him. He's a creator. He creates points. That is different than being a scorer. Like, he creates points. He, 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 he puts everybody in a position where if the shot is there for me, great, I'll take it. But if the shot is there for Ivy on the side, boom, I'll get it to him. He is a creator. But we have to have our creator on the floor. We have to. How do you not his rookie year get open at night? You're like, my ankle is sore. That was just like, oh, the next, the next year. Nobody ever described, like, I was looking for like, oh, man. Somebody to say, man, it looked nasty in practice. Such and such rolled over on his leg. Like, there was never any description. Never. And then those pictures are floating around, uh, like, the, with the AI of heavy sick. I'm like, I hope he does come in heavy. Maybe, maybe that'll stop some of these injuries. I'm sorry. SummerSlam, Saturday, August 5th, Fourfield, Detroit. I will uh, be there. 
I I'm I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. I'm just I'm just frustrated. Like how how would you grade great this great great? How would you grade this Troy? I, I think we just gotta say it's, it's been okay. It's been okay. We, there's been some good. There's been some bad. I don't want to say there's been more bad than good. I don't want to say that there's been more good than bad. Uh, did I just say the same thing? But you know, I'm, I'm just saying there's been some good. There's been some bad. And I think that this coming season is very critical. Did I like what I saw out of uh, the rookie Thompson at Summer League? Yes. I'm going to say this. I like, really like what I saw, but then I have to take into account that it's Summer League. But then also you have to take into account that Summer League is for real now. Like Summer League is, is like right in between the G League and the NBA if there is a such thing. So that gives me a little bit of hope. I think, and I, more importantly, I like the way that he talked on the microphone. Very mature. Like, he's ready for the bright lights. And so, I like, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Thompson this year. I'm looking forward to seeing Cade. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Duran. That's what I'm looking for. Those, those three are players that I'm looking forward to seeing this year. Like, Ivy, if he makes the leap, great. You know what I mean? But I'm not checking for him, right? I'm not checking for James Wiseman. I'm not, I'm not checking for uh, whatever the kid, the center we traded for from uh, Sacramento. If they make the leap, great. But I'm really looking for, like, Kay Cunningham. I'm looking at Thompson, and I'm, I'm looking at Duran. Like, those, those are probably my uh, three favorite players headed into the season, man. Uh, and, it, and, and really, the dice is really rolled on, on those, those three, right? Those, those choice boys. Those choice boys, right? So those those all him and it, like I'm I'm pulling. Trust me, Trey Weaver is black. It's not a lot of people in those positions, people of color, that just hey hey man, you do what you gotta do. I am pulling for him. I don't want to be frustrated, right? I don't I don't want to just talk about wrestling on this show. But the the like and then you got people. Listen to me, I'm still going. You still I'm I'm just a fan. Like you got people. Oh, I got a media like dog. 